0: So many of you have come to me and said how much you love the podcast and do I ever do things like coaching or um, you know, teaching people how I've learned all these things that have changed my life, changed my business, made me more aligned and happy. And so for 2023, I've decided that I'm going to put together a group of people and we're going to meet For weekly Zoom calls. They will be live. That means no pre-recorded anything. And we will talk about all the things that I did in order to change my business. This is for professional people. It's for, I would say, women probably. And it's for, I'd love to do realtors, but also any kind of professional woman who wants to use more feminine energy to increase um, you know, what she makes every year. I went from making, uh, let's see the first year I made zero dollars. And now I've been making consecutively for the last four years over six figures. And I did that all in one year and I did it in a pandemic and I work less than ever. So I think it's once you get these principles and you figure them out, it changes your whole life. And I just want to share that with you. I want to share it with everybody because why not? Why wouldn't we all want to do this kind of amazing work and also make a shit ton of money. So if you're interested in taking part in this, it's going to start in 2023 and it'll be a four week program. Weekly zoom calls. We'll have a private Facebook group. I'll be doing, um, Voxer Coaching, which is an app where you can work with me one-on-one and it's just going to be magnificent. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. And if it sounds good to you, uh, just look in the show notes and there will be a link to all the information that you need, or you can DM me the word ACE and I will get right back to you and we can talk about whether this would work for you and your business. So I really look forward to working with y'all next year and I'm so excited. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon. Hi there. This is Amy Elkman. And thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to get started. But before we do, I have a question for you. How do you feel about the house that you're living in right now? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Do you wish it were bigger? Do you wish it were smaller? So you didn't have to take care of quite so much? Are your people around all the time and you need more space? Are you working from home? Are your kids homeschooling? Do you want a pool? How do you feel about all this stuff? The reason why I'm asking you this is because I can hook you up. I am a realtor and my husband is a house flipper and a home remodeler and we've been doing this for like almost 20 years and we can hook you up. We got you. If you wanna find a new home, I got you. You wanna sell the home you're in, I got you. You wanna fix up the home you're in and then sell it so you could downsize, I got you. You wanna add a master bathroom to your house that is like a spa so you can light your candles and put in bubble bath every night with music piped in so you can have a spa experience every night of your life, I got you. We can do all this for you and Not many people know that, but we're kind of like Chip and Jojo's older siblings, but maybe a little bit cooler and married. So there's that. But the point is, if you want to change your environment and you want help with that, I can help you out and so can my husband and we would love to. So our passion in our life is to help people live in the most beautiful thing that they can dream up and then we try to make that happen. So we've put all our information in the show notes. Um give us a call and if you want any help. Oh, by the way, you have to live in the Dallas area. Sorry. All you guys in Seattle and Hawaii although you know someday we may be living there too and helping there too who knows but (laughs) as of right now we're in dallas so if you're in the dallas area and you want to buy your house sell your house fix up your house give me a call we'd love to help you okay hey gorgeous people this is the ace your life show and i'm your host amy elkman I'm here to bring a little sunshine into your life every time you listen. Isn't it time to stop waiting for people to read your mind to be happy? I can't wait to share some really funny stories, some interviews, and some favorite things to give you an instant jolt of joy. Don't you deserve that? This podcast is about choosing to feel good, laughing your face off, learning some cool stuff, and figuring out how to ace your life. So go grab a cup of coffee and let's dive in. Okay, favorite thing number one. Now this is a little seasonal, which, you know, is fine. Right now, my favorite thing is the fall foliage. It is November 15th when I'm recording this. And my goodness, it's like God has just gone around and painted everything yellow and flaming red and orange. And I am here for it. Like it is just beautiful. It's so great. So that's my favorite thing for this moment. And I just, I keep taking pictures of everything and sending it to my daughter in Arkansas. And then she sends me hers. So it's kind of a fun little way to, you know, touch base with each other, but it really, it's just, you, you forget to look around sometimes And wow, when you do, you realize what a miracle everything is in nature and how we really just don't have to do anything. All you have to do is observe and it can make you really happy. So get out there and look now when this comes out, it'll probably be the dead of winter and we won't have any more beautiful orange and red trees. But the lucky thing is that they do come out once a year. So when they do, make sure you really enjoy them. My next favorite thing is a book that I just got, and it is so timely for me right now and amazing. Don't you just love it when you get a book and it just hits you all over the place and you're just like, oh, you're just can't wait to either listen to it or read it every day. So this one is called Let It Be Easy by Susie Moore. And you know, it's going to be a great book when she starts the book out telling you about how her husband was about to leave her because she was such a control freak that she was trying to control his every moment of every day and every weekend and what they were going to do over the weekend and how long he could play on video games and just, oh, it's just so good. And she gives so many great examples of. How we just try to complicate everything and make everything so difficult in our lives, when really life is supposed to be easy. I mean, look outside, look at nature; it just it has a flow to it. And if we could just tap into that and not try to complicate everything, I mean, look, I am the queen of complication. I like to take something that is so straightforward and turn it eighty five thousand different ways and mind screw it to death until I'm just confused and overwhelmed. But this book really just hit me in all the perfect ways. So I think you should go out and give it a shot. It's really nice on Audible. She's British. And, you know, that's always soothing and wonderful to listen to. Also, every single chapter has just been great. I'm about halfway into it. So I love this book and I can't wait to finish it and then reread it. So go check it out. My next favorite thing is celery juice. Oh my gosh, do I love celery juice. Now, don't get it twisted. Celery juice tastes like crap, and I don't like the taste of it at all. But if you've ever done any sort of research on celery juice, it is, it's like liquid gold, basically. And it's one of the best things you can put in your body every day. And Scott and I have been doing this for a couple of years now. Off and on, but we're really into it right now. And it's basically my breakfast because I'm kind of an intermittent faster by nature anyway. And then that came around. So, of course, I've had to jump on that bandwagon for a while. So, I will wake up in the morning and I will make celery juice for the two of us and we will have that kind of like our breakfast. Now, I like to have a little coffee after my celery juice because the taste is, you know pretty stout, but it is so good for you. It's so good for your immune system. It's so good for your, you know, bathroom situation. <laughs> it cleans you out. So make sure you're somewhere near a bathroom when you dr- drink it because it will, it'll, it might rip you up, but in a good way. It has antioxidants in it. It has anti-inflammation situation. I mean, it's just awesome. So check it out. Oh, and make sure you get a good juicer. My juicer, I'll have to I'll have to tag it and figure out the name of it, but I had one that was not good and it just didn't it wasn't very smooth or clear the juice I was making and then I got a better one by the recommendation of my wonderful friend Christy and now that thing is awesome and it's easy to clean and I love it and it's a little pricey, but I mean if it's something you do every day, it's worth it. So juice, so good for the body. Go get it. Today, I want to talk about something that's really, really going on in my life right now, and it's about starting before you're ready. I am the queen of procrastination, and I'm also the queen of preparing everything in the world except the thing you're supposed to be working on. So for example, I say to myself, oh, I really need to go do some bookkeeping today. Oh, well, then I will go in the office and I will organize the drawers. I will dust everything. I will <laughs> clean out all the drawers, figure out, clean out my emails, you know, anything in the world other than what I'm supposed to be working on. Because that that's just a form of resistance and it's also procrastination, which I know. This is a really good one for me because I've got a lot of things that I'm working on right now, personally and professionally that, you know, I'm really pushing my upper limits. Okay. That's, that's a reference to a book that I love by Gay Hendricks called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Did I already say that? And, oh, I mean, this book is so good. I read this book a couple of years ago. Right before I started really, really leaning into my real estate stuff, and man, did my business explode. And I didn't even mean for, I wasn't even like out there hustling like I used to, or like I should have been, I guess. I don't know. This book is amazing. It's all about how, and I love this theory, we all have an upper limit that we think is as good as it's going to get. You know, for example, I think that I will, the way I'm built, I'm just going to make this amount of money every year. Or the way I was made in my life, I will only be this happy. Or I will only go on these vacations to these sorts of places. Or I'll only drive this kind of car. Or I will only let myself feel good this amount of time during the day. And if I feel better than that during the day, like in the afternoon, when I normally would be tired or whatever, then I'm going to somehow sabotage it. That's what this is all about. It's so good because it's so true. Think about it. When things are going really, really well in your life and you're just flying high and you're like, oh my God, this is so good. What's the next thing you think? Oh, but it could end tomorrow. Oh, it could be over in a second. Oh, I could get hit by a car. Or I could get sick. Or I mean you always sabotage it. Or you get in a fight with your spouse or you create drama with friends. Or there's just always something. The sh- the other shoe's gonna drop. That's what I always think or used to think. I'm trying not to think that way anymore. <laughs> in this book anyway, that he talks about how we all have an upper limit. And I'll give you a perfect example When I decided to go for it with this podcast, I just, I made the decision and I bought the course and I said, okay, that's it. I'm going to do it. And the next day I got a horrible sinus infection, worst sinus infection I've ever had in my life. And y'all, I never get sick. Like I haven't been sick in years, years, nothing more than a little bit of allergies. And I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic, you know? And man, oh man, was I sick. I'm talking down for the count. I never take a, a nap <laughs> or even a rest. And I I couldn't function, man. It was bad. And I think it was because I was pushing through to something new. I was trying something that was out of my comfort zone. And my body was like, Mm-mm, sister, you're not going to do that. You're going to stay safe. You're going to stay in your life the way it is. And Nothing wrong with my life the way it is, but I just wanted to push into something new and try something new. So I really do. I am a firm believer that we all have upper limits that we think we're allowed to move into, and I was pushing through to a new upper limit, and my body got sick. But think about how the, how many, I mean, even like on vacations, people get sick or, you know, because you're just, you finally let yourself relax and be somewhere and, and be happy and, or in a relationship, you're finally really happy with your spouse or your boyfriend or your girlfriend. And then all of a sudden you pick a fight out of nowhere for about nothing. And it's all about the upper limit. So I really do think that that's true. You know, something just to take a look at. I mean, why are we so afraid to be uncomfortable? And I'm also the queen of this. Like I, especially with my children, that's where I really have an Achilles heel. Like when my kids were babies and we would go to a restaurant, I would freak out if they were the most tiny bit hungry or uncomfortable or having to sit quietly. I would shove a book in their face or a toy or a a podcast or a iPhone, you know, anything to entertain them, to keep them from feeling a moment of discomfort. I'm trying really hard not to do that because I think part of what's so important about growing up, I mean, think about when we were little. (laughs) I don't remember anyone swooping in. Now, my mom was an amazing caretaker and she was always trying to make us as comfortable as possible, which may be where I got this from. I'm really trying to toughen my kids up a little bit and not be so overly accommodating to their every whim and need, which I fail miserably at this because I don't know why it's just in my DNA. But one thing that I'm doing, and I was just having a conversation with my friends the other day about the, the school bus and I make my son ride home in the school bus. And most of my friends do not, they go and they pick their kid up from school And I have been making him ride the bus home and it, it makes me uncomfortable. I would love to go swoop up there and pick him up in my car, but it's good for him to realize that the whole world does not revolve around him. And also it's good for me. It gives me more time to work and do the things I need to do and not, you know, take another half an hour out of my day and drive carpool. So that's just one little way I've been bless his heart he's the one who's the recipient of my <laughs> of my decision but you know what he's cool with it like he's like you know what i don't mind riding the bus it's fine and hell i had to do it and my husband had to do it so why 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 can't he do it too so anyway that's <laughs> one way i'm making myself uncomfortable by making him uncomfortable another thing that we all struggle with is imposter syndrome and what's so bad about being an imposter? Like that means you're trying something new. That means you're trying something that you're not good at, that you maybe want to be good at. Or how would you even know if you want to be good at it if you never try it? How would you even know? I think I mentioned this in another episode, but (laughs) I took this hip-hop class a few years ago and I sucked so bad. And dancing has always been my biggest joy in life. Like i danced all through high school. I loved ballet. I loved all of it, jazz, any of it. It just was wonderful. And I was, you know, co-captain of the cheer or the dance squad. And it was just, I loved choreographing things. It was just my, I get chills when I watch ballet. I cry. I mean, it's just, you know, a whole thing for me. Huge source of joy for me. So I thought, shit, yeah, I'll take a hip hop class. That'll be fun. I took it with a friend of mine who is an amazing dancer who like, I mean, she's just like off the chain, and I should have known <laughs> that. I should have prepared myself that it would be difficult. I didn't. I just went in there thinking I'd be a badass, and I wasn't. I sucked, and and it was okay, you know. I, I I was very upset when I got home from the one class that I went to, and I was telling my husband and crying, and I was like, I was terrible and embarrassed, and but I ended up practicing that routine for a week. And then I went back a week later and I had fun. It was good. It's not something I'm still doing, not because I sucked, but just because I, you know, I've got so many other things I'm doing. I don't know if I can squeeze one more in, but the best part of this story is that I was talking to my friend, the really good dancer, the one who's amazing. And I told her, gosh, you were so good at that. And I was telling her my story about how I sucked and you know and she said Amy it took me two years of going to that class before I could go and feel really confident. Two years. I I had no idea. I thought she just like showed up the first time and was amazing. And I think this is what we do with everything. I think we think, oh, if I can't be good at it the first time out the gate, well then give it another shot. And gosh, what a What a travesty that is. Like how you ever know what you're good at or what you love or what you like. I mean, I remember I wanted to try yoga, hot yoga, and everyone had been telling me about this, we yogis and how great it was and that they do yoga to rap music. I mean, God, that's like way up my alley. Like, are you kidding me? And for years, I wouldn't go just because I was so nervous to get in front of people And do something that I didn't know how to do. And then I finally broke the seal and went. And I mean, I think I had a full body spiritual experience (laughs) the first time when Tupac and Biggie and I'm like doing down dog. Are you kidding me? Like, oh, in fact, I need to start doing that again. It's been a while. And oh my God, that makes me so happy. So anyway, the point is go get out of your comfort zone that's the only way you know you're doing something that's making you grow. And if we're not growing, what are you doing? You're dying. You're just you're just not growing, then you're dying. I'm sorry. It's true. And we can all try to be comfortable as much as we want. And I think that's great and to be cozy every once in a while. But in my life, I want to be trying new stuff. I want to really push myself, trying to teach my kids to do this. So I need to do it too. I need to be the role model, Right. So anyway, another thing I'm always telling my kids is it's okay to be bored. Like we have made our lives so complicated and so overwhelmingly stimulated between the dings on the phone and the TVs and the music and the nonstop, I mean, everything at your fingertips all the time, Amazon rushing to your door within two hours with like, tampons, whatever. It's just, it's so overstimulating. And I'm always telling my kids, look, I mean, especially the youngest one who's grown up with a phone in his hand. I mean, it is so hard to put limits on that. And it's amazing. It's almost like they go into withdrawals when you do take the phone away. It's like, well, what, what do I do? What do I do with my time and my attention? I mean, it's okay to be bored. That's when the most creative, fabulous things happen. When you're in the shower, when you can't do anything else, but wash your hair and spray water on your body. That's when you get the best ideas. Or one of my favorite stories is about Taylor Swift. She was sitting on the bed with her friends, eating cereal, just hanging out, relaxing and happy and laughing and talking about their ex-boyfriend's. And one of the girls was talking about her ex-boyfriend. And Taylor Swift says, "Ugh, I knew he was trouble when he walked in. Bam. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that my new best hot song ever? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she wasn't sitting at a desk like freaking out like, oh, my God, I need to come up with the next new hot song. And how, how am I going to do this? No, she was just sitting on the bed eating cereal with her friend, chilling. And then boom, there it is. So go be bored. Just go be bored. It's okay. And then when you're bored and you come up with this great idea of something you want to do, don't be afraid to do it. Get uncomfortable. Go. Go put on the roller skates. Do you know how scared I was to put on roller skates? (laughs) One great story, another one, is that I actually had a big rollerblading accident in my late 20s. I told my husband for Christmas I wanted some rollerblades and we live near a lake and I was going to rollerblade around the around the lake for exercise and it was going to be my thing and I was so excited and he bought me the rollerblades and the first time I put them on I went down the street and the next thing I knew I got to going a little too fast and bam I fell and hit my booty on the ground so hard that it made this giant, the size of a cantaloupe, hematoma. That's just a fancy word for a big ass bruise on my butt. And that night we were going to see Billy Joel in concert and I had to find my biggest, stretchiest pants because my butt just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. (laughs) It was tragic. And then It got so big and black, it started draining down my leg. You could see black streaks down my leg. I mean, it was disgusting. Ended up, I had to go to the doctor. The doctor sent me to a specialist, and I had to have surgery to remove the hematoma because it had grown away from my body. My body was rejecting it. It was crazy. This is like when I was 28. I mean, I was a young little spry thing, and that happened to me. So fast forward 20 years. And my friends are like, oh, let's go get roller skates. It'll be so fun. We can roller skate around the lake. I was like, PTSD, big time. Oh, my God. Do I dare? Do I dare put on something with rollers, with wheels on my feet and try to, like, do that shit again? I mean, am I insane? (laughs) Has it been long enough? Is it still too soon? But guess what? I bought the cutest pair of roller skates you've ever seen. They're leopard with red wheels. and." at least once a week now, I go roller skating with my friends. And even just last week, I fell and it sucked and it hurt. And I went down a hill and I busted and it was not fun. And I'm still sore, but I'm planning on going out again. I'm not going to quit because it does. It brings me so much joy. I love being with my friends. I love being in the sunshine and just doing something different that I used to love to do when I was seven years old. So I guess my whole point is that start things before you're ready. Just jump in. Just do it. I mean, that's what I'm doing with this podcast. You think I'm ready to embarrass myself and my family and go out there and spread the love and the joy and tell funny stories about my family that might embarrass them or about myself that might embarrass me? No, I'm not ready at all. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. (laughs) But isn't that what makes it beautiful? Isn't that what makes it fun? And yeah, that's what I'm doing. So get out there. Figure out what makes you happy. Figure out what makes you laugh. What gives you joy? What's something you used to love to do? And then just go just go fucking do it. Just go try it. See what happens. It could be the beginning of something beautiful that you just are like, I can't believe I've been living all my life without this. Why? why did I stop roller skating? Well, I know why, because I had to have surgery. But then (laughs) after that, you know, it's fun. And it doesn't, it doesn't hurt anybody. So anyway, make yourself uncomfortable, make yourself bored, go do some things, push yourself, and then please report back to me because I'm dying to hear what you come up with. Okay. Have a wonderful day. I love y'all. Thank you so much. If you are still here for sticking around, I think we might be new best friends. And also I know how important and precious your time is. So I can't tell you how much it means to me that you spend it with me. So thank you for that. If you could do me a huge favor and subscribe to the podcast so that you'll never miss an episode. Also, I would love to hear your thoughts. So if you could leave a review. That would mean the world to me. And tell me what you would liked, what you didn't like, what you'd like to hear more of, and that would just help me so much in the future. So thank you so much for that. Please follow me at Amy Elkman on Instagram and Facebook, and that is spelled A-I-M-E-E-E-L-K-M-A-N. And if you really liked what you heard today and you want to hear more, please join my free Facebook group, It's called the Ace Your Life Facebook group, and it's at Amy Elkman on Facebook. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. I can't wait to talk to you next time. Thanks. Love y'all. y'all this is amy elkman the host of the ace your life show and i have a question for you how do you feel about the home that you're living in right now is it too big is it too small did your kids just go off to college and you're ready to downsize or did you just have your first baby and you're busting out of an apartment and you need more space do you wish you had a beautiful kitchen that you could entertain in That has a giant island with Carrera marble, and it's all white and bright with beautiful light streaming in all the time that makes you actually want to cook. Well, if you want any of these things, I got you. See, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm a realtor, and my husband is a remodeler, and he's fabulous, and he has three crews that can help you Really make any dream come true that you want. So if you want a pool and you don't like your little tiny backyard, I got you. If you want a new kitchen to entertain in, I got you. If you want a gorgeous owner suite bathroom with Carrera marble everywhere that you can have your sexy bath time every night with candles and beautiful music piped in through the speakers, I got you. I can help you with all of that. We're kind of like Chip and JoJo's older siblings, but we're cooler and maybe married. I don't know. Is that weird? But anyway, so if you want to move, if you want to fix up the house you're in, if you want to sell the house you're in, just give me a call and I can help you make all your dreams come true. That is our passion. And if you're in the Dallas area, we can totally help you. So give me a call.